Claus, throw him in the box. Bury him for 90 years, then see if he talks. Three Guys in the Mouth, Season 2, Mr. Boogie Boogie Man, Episode 7. Can take the whole thing over then. He'll be so pleased, I do declare. That he will cook it rare! Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. What's up, what's up? And Hunter. How's it going, guys? And today we're gonna go into a hate-filled mess with you, but uh, it's all new stuff. I know it's been a little while, but uh, we're gonna get into that with you. But we're gonna talk about Disneyland, Tower of Terror, Walt Disney World, and of course, a little bit of hate a uh, universal way. So anyway, here we go. So like always, we're going to start off with the news. Uh, first, right off the bat, I want to bring up, I know it's been a little while, we were getting a little bit of hate on it, but uh, we had things come up, sorry guys. But uh, to start things off, we're always going to go to our favorite place in the world, Disneyland. So first, I want to bring up uh, some pretty good news. So Tomorrowland is officially back as Seasons of the Force, the signs for them at least, have disappeared and now... Uh, they replaced them with uh, a retro Tomorrowland sign, which uh, I, I know we all love. Like, we, we were looking at them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're big fans of the retro Tomorrowland. Maybe not, like, actual retro Tomorrowland. I know, like, there's a lot of, like, podcasters out there that talk about how amazing Tomorrowland was. But realistically, it was never that great. But, uh, you know, like, I, I do love that they're, you know, hearkening back to that. Of course, the other side of that is that really all they did is they changed that and uh, Space Mountain is no longer uh, Hyper Space Mountain. Now it's uh, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. But they still have uh, Star Wars Launch Bay. They still have the Galactic Grill, Trials of the, of the Temple, and then they have the uh, Star Wars Path of the Jedi and, of course, Star Tours. So, like, it does beg the question. It's like, so when... Uh, when we get out of, you know, the Halloween time, are we going to go right back into Seasons of the Force? Which, to be honest, I just want to go ahead and say, I assume we are. I, I know you guys are disagreeing. I just saw you two both disagree. But the reason why I think we're going to go right back into it is, uh, you know, in December, we're going to get the next Star Wars movie uh, where we're going to get Rogue One. And that's the thing is, like, I'm like, everything's already there. They left all the signs up. They really only changed that one, uh, that one sign and the banners. So I'm like, it's just too easy for them to go right back into being like, Star Wars, Star Wars everything. Oh, I mean, what else is, I, I do agree that it is the easiest transition. And I wouldn't even complain if they did, because I enjoyed Seasons of the Force. My thing is that I don't know if they're doing it, because uh, you know, they, did, they did change a lot of stuff around. So I'm just questioning if they're going to go ahead and pull the trigger and have it back. Like I said, they didn't really change anything. That That's the thing, too, is that I'm like, I'm looking at it like the evidence to it. It's like, so ultimately, the only thing they actually changed, like I said, is they took down the sign. So now it says Tomorrowland again. And uh, Ghost Galaxy's back, except we already talked about that. Ghost Galaxy uses the same projections that um, Hyperspace Mountain was using. So that was like an easy fix for them. I wouldn't even, I, I would actually say I'm... 
quite certain that they probably left the hyperspace mountain stuff in there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the TIE Fighter and stuff are still in there. They're just turned off. Right, like a Switch. Uh, like, I argue both of you, you know, I love that ride. Uh, the reason why I I think it's gonna be, like, the, like just original, the same thing, like, next year, because, I don't know, I think they're just gonna wait until Star Wars Land open. They just wanna keep it more, you know, like, I don't know, like, just secret, you know? I don't that, know. That's the thing, is, like, to me... All the evidence is that it's going to go back to Seasons of the Force. Because that's the other thing, too. Like, my friend is out there right now. I know Hunter knows because he was posting stuff to me about it. But even Star Trader is still all Star Wars. So it's like, it's too easy for them to be like, oh, we can go right back into it to promote Rogue One coming out. And also, it's that thing that we talked about before. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it, Seasons of the Force doesn't actually leave until Star Wars opens. Like... Uh, until Star Wars Land actually opens, I just see it. I just see them, you know, making money off of Star Wars because that's the thing. Is like realistically, it is driving people into that area like they haven't seen in years. And um, you know, I also want to bring up to uh, the fact that like it's not even it's not even Disney that sees Star Wars like that. Like I, as you know, George, like. Star Wars is Rogue One coming out is a huge deal. Like uh, Target's already running ads that they're going to have, you know, the Star Wars uh, Rogue One stuff September thirtieth, yep, which real realistically is them announcing that the toys are coming, which they don't do for any other franchise. They've never been like, oh, get ready, Batman v Superman toys are coming, so you can be disappointed in toy form too. <laughs> now, I wonder if, because uh, I know, like, like you said, like Target is going to have this huge release. I wonder if uh, like Disneyland and Disney World are going to have their own merchandise, like special just for them, you know? I was going to say that. Um, that's what I'm excited about too, is when we go out to Disney World, they're going to have Disney World in 2010. <laughs> just I just want to say, in two weeks, we will be at Disney World. <laughs> no, but, um, no, when we're out there, though, it's going to be, of course, October, and September 30th is the, you know, when they're going to put out all the toys, so that means that when we're out there, we're going to see all that, because, like, remember, um, for Star Wars Force Awakens, we were surprised last year when all of the stuff was there, and then we were already noticing, we're like, man, you can tell what they think is going to make money, because it was, like, very obvious, it was BB-8 and Kylo Ren was everything. Uh, I remember, like, uh, because, like, right now, we do have some stuff for, uh, for, for the new movie, but, like, their boxes, they're all, like, sealed, like, it's black, like, you can't reseal it, like, you know, like, yeah. when, when Josh used to work at Target also, when we did The Force Awakens, everything was yeah. all a secret, like, when we did our signing and stuff like that, it was, it was, like, special, you know? Even the transition guides were, were secret, like, I remember it said on it, do not do not release, do not let anyone, uh, and it said specifically, like, the titles of, uh, who could see the transition. Yeah, guy. it was only, like, us and, like, the managers, that's yeah. it, wow. like, no team members. Yeah, it was, like, it, it was, as I recall, it was, it said, signing team member, um, team lead, the team, uh, the plan on team lead, and I think it was ETL. the STL, Oh, right? STL, yeah. yeah. It, those were the only people who were supposed to see that guy. Yeah, that, that's, that's and then, crazy. What's crazy is that, like, their boxes, so it's a box. But it's a black bag over it, so like <laughs> no one cannot open it. You know, like but yeah, if you try, you will know you try to. Yeah, I mean, like realistically, I mean, for us team members, we won't get in trouble because we can see in the back room. But I guess what they want to do is so secret. It's like kind of a Black Friday. You yeah. know, they want to keep it all hidden. 
Yeah, I know, like, because uh, they kept telling me because I opened all the boxes so I could look at the toys. But they, they were very specific to me. They were like, you cannot pull anything off of these. Or and, take a picture. Yeah, of they were like, you can't take pictures. You can't hold anything off for you. Like, it was all about, like, you can see them. Like, they had no problem with me looking at them. But they were like, you cannot start pulling them off. You can't hide any of them. Because, of course, like, people knew which ones were going to be hard to find already. Like I said, everyone knew already BB-8 anything and Kylo Ren anything was going to be hard. Yeah. But that was the thing is they were like, you can't, they're like, we can't even let you grab these. But I will say like, what we did um, was because of course the store opened at 8, they let us take our break at 8 so we could grab whatever we wanted. <laughs> Which of course we did. All of us did it. We, right at 8, took our break and we were just like, I'm grabbing these! <laughs> Give me old man, huh? Like, it's weird because some of the items, I know we're talking about Atari a lot, but like, they have everything, including bikes. They have those really huge tires. Like, I know. Why? I wanted that bike too. <laughs> that Stormtrooper bike, oh. I wanted it. Awesome. It was three hundred dollars though. That was so hard to buy. It was like, come on. I did see the shirts what they had. They were pulling it outside, and they're really cool. Like, they're they're awesome. I can't describe it because I, I don't want to get in trouble by. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, anyone anyone that follows me on Twitter also knows. Like, I posted a picture. Uh, Walmart was dumb enough to put out a couple of them already. So like, I took pictures of them because I was like, oh, look at this. Cause it, Post and, it. <laughs> and it was uh, it was these new like uh, big figs that they're doing. Like you know, there's a 12 inch uh, dolls, but they have a big fig that's like 20 inches oh, or something like, like that. Yeah, and they had the Jin Urso and the Death Trooper, which I was like, uh, and like all the boxing, like I've already seen it online. The boxing is all the Death Troopers, so it's like they're. It's very obvious they know that that's the thing that people are already going to gravitate towards. I thought I was just make, about to make a comment about that because that's what I'm excited for. I'm like, I'm like, don't ask me why. It's because I play a lot of those like older Star Wars games like Shadow of the Empire's game where, the, where they weren't even called Death Troopers yet. They were called Dark Troopers. Yeah. And they had the jetpacks. Yeah, they're actually going to have um, the Death Trooper like helmet too. See, I'm, I'm going to go broke over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Like I said, um, they know that this is a huge movie. You know, to, to get back to the point, they know that Rogue One is going to be a huge release. They know that the merchandising by itself is going to be huge. So it's like, I, I just see it. It's like they're going to keep Season of the Force going until Star Wars experience actually opens. And um, I also wanted... Uh, oh, uh, so I was just going to say, I'm like, you have definitely swayed my original opinion that they may not because it's true. We got the new movie coming out and... Even with and the have one and all every that, we're year? excited. They have, every, they have one every year coming out. So it's like, until that opens, and that's the thing I wanted to bring up too, is like, I listen to a lot of Disney podcasts, and I wanted to bring this up because I'm a little bitter, whatever. Um, a certain podcaster uh, was like, uh, talking, um, you know, garbage or whatever, talking about like, and the, we're, this is like a common thing we're going to talk about, is Universal, he was talking about Universal, you know, uh, they've got so much going on over there. Uh, Disney is trying really hard to get back on its feet. And he's like, that's why Disney is trying so hard to get Star Wars Land going is because they know they need to beat Universal, which I'm like, and, and Hunter and I talked about it earlier too. Like, first of all, they are not close enough in attendance for Disney to really care that much. I will say like, it did light a fire under their butt, like, which is a good thing. You know, they're trying a little harder than they were, but I like that's the thing is like people keep and I've seen a lot of people saying it with the Star Wars thing. 
this, the reason why they're trying to get Star Wars done, like the real reason, is because Force Awakens was a huge movie. Like, even if 8 and 9 don't come up to like, even like past a billion dollars, the fact that Force Awakens made, you know, what was it? It was like $2.2 billion. They're, by itself, that made it a huge property. And that's the thing is like, from what I understand, as soon as Force, as soon as they saw Force Awakens was gonna be huge, they were, that's when they were like, this needs to get going now. Yeah. Like they were like, Star Wars has to become a thing now in the park. And you know, that's my thing is like, the real reason why they're getting on about getting Star Wars done is they want that open before the Star Wars movies are all done. Cause like I just said, they're planning to have one every year, but it's like, so what, they have six that they're planning. Yep. Cause there's, uh, there's Force Awakens, Rogue One, Star Wars Episode Eight. Oh yeah, sorry. Then there's um, the Han Solo movie, then there's Nine, and then there's the rumored Obi-Wan movie. So like, um, so like the whole thing is that they want it done, like it's pretty obvious, they want this all done before Probably before 8 comes out, because like, mm -hmm. it seems like they're trying to beat out 8, because, uh, and that's the thing I wanted to bring up too, is that Disneyland is the one that's obvious that they want this done now. They don't want to wait, they want this to be done now, because Disneyland is the one that has, uh, like, we talk about it all the time, if you go online, like, the construction photos, you know that they're working hard to get this thing going. Um, eh, I think next year's, like, a bit, you know, I don't think it's gonna be finished by then, but, like, you know, it's like, to me, it's like 2018 or something. Like, they're definitely shooting for this to be done before, like, all the movies are done. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney World is a little more like they don't seem to care because they <laughs> really haven't even started construction. <laughs> but um, that's my thing. It's like they're really making it a point to get this done before all the movies are done. Mm -hmm. as, as I sure I was going to say, I'm like, I know that next year would be, like, a pipe dream, honestly. But I, I like the fact that it seems like it's almost as if Walt Disney's running the place again, where he's like, no, we gotta get it built now. No, don't worry about it, just get it done. And I'm I mean, thinking maybe late next year, early 2018, if you ask me. Cause of the yeah, you around. know, the more I think of it, I think, like, probably a summer 2018 would be a better idea. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like, if they opened it next year, it's gonna be late next year. Right. But um, that's the thing, is, like, uh, so they already announced that um, 2017, there, you're gonna see the Rivers of America, Fantasmic, and, uh, the, uh, train come back. So, like, that already lets you know that that part's gonna be done. So, it's more of a question of, like, how far are they gonna be on the construction at that point? Because it's like, you know, people keep pointing out, like, the construction now, you can see, like, the dirt, is, like, they're pretty much done with the dirt. Now they're actually building, like, the sight lines and stuff for the train. So like I could I could definitely believe 2018. Mm -hmm. I know like especially with things like New Fantasyland like 5 years is like a more reachable goal, but to me it's like 2 to 3 years I think is a is a more like realistic uh, timeline that they're going for cuz they want it done. Yeah, that makes it a little more shocking you said cuz uh, with New Fantasyland the, the sad thing is that like most of that area was kind of there for them already. They had to straight flatten everything. Well, that was a whole Star Wars. That was the thing is like for New Fantasyland, it was this whole stupid thing about they like and I heard people talking about it all the time and I've seen I had seen it too where like there would be days where they they would like finish up and they were done like halfway through the day because they were 
um, bringing back everything that they needed for construction every day. And then if they finished uh, too early, they would just leave. And I'm just like, that made no sense. Just start the next day's progress then. Yeah, like it, it was a whole convoluted kind of dumb thing, but it is what it is. But I think, you know, if anything, because that was the thing too, is like people were very vocal about seeing how slowly New Fantasyland took. So I, it seems obvious that that's like not the case anymore. Because like even Avatar, Avatar, like you can see them constructing all the time. Like they're, they're definitely, they're going to get that done So they too. still have like the cranes in there and stuff then, huh? Oh yeah, you can see, you can see them working. Nice. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up with Disneyland news, uh, well, another cool thing, um, before we get to the sad, but another cool thing is, uh, of course, that Sally has joined us in the Haunted Mansion holiday, which, uh, you know, we, we like watch the video and stuff, and while it's like she doesn't talk, she doesn't really do anything, like she blinks her eyes and her leg kicks up. At the same time, I think it's a cool thing that they added. Um, and uh, I also want to say, like, uh, I was surprised that it's a full-length animatronic. I thought that they would have just, like, gone halfway and just made her half, like, literally just the top half. Yeah, when we were watching the video, you know, you, you brought it up immediately, like, you're like, oh, watch when it comes around the corner here. The camera pans over and you're like, oh, so they didn't do what I was half expecting, where, like, they were going to cover up the back half of the tombstone and just have it be her top, her torso and her head. Right, like, especially, like, when the legs is moving, like, yeah. it looks like they did their job, you know, like, exactly, they took like, a little more time, it's like, you know what, let's just finish it instead of, like, put a bush or something, yeah. you know? And that's what I like to see, too, is that, like, like it's the small things that are going to count. Yeah. Yeah, and your George is showing, like, a picture uh, someone took of the Star Wars ad for Target. Someone uh, posted it online, but um, it has a picture, like, you can see the one that I was talking about, the big fig. Uh -huh. You can see, uh... <laughs> That's the one I saw too. Is this one the Jane Urso and the Death Trooper? That's the one I saw. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, sorry to get off subject, but um, no, like uh, back to the Haunted Mansion holiday. Like it, it's really cool to see to see that. Um, you know, I think it's awesome. Uh, you know, to bring Sally in, I, and I know I've said it before. I think I said it on Twitter too. Like, I think it's cool that she's there. But for me, like the biggest addition that they did was when they added Oogie Boogie, because, like, me, as a kid, like, watching that movie, I always thought Oogie Boogie was awesome. Like, he, he was, like, awesome, he was funny, and, like, when they brought him in, I think it was, like, the second or third year, that, I thought that was awesome. But, um, of course, like, uh, and then, like, I remember, too, they did, um, they did one year where it was, like, uh, 13 Oogie Boogies or something like mm -hmm. that, so there were, like, 13 hidden Oogie Boogies throughout the ride. That was actually right before they brought him in into the ride. Yeah, but like, to me, Oogie Boogie was like the best uh, one that they brought in. Um, and of course, like, that also brought in Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Uh, off, uh, off subject, but also not. I didn't look at a lot of the stuff for um, Holiday. What's the Gingerbread House theme this year for it? Actually, that's the thing, too, is, like, uh, I guess we should have known that Sally was coming, but, like, that was the thing. No one knew Sally was coming out until it opened, but they had already revealed to us what the, uh, what the gingerbread cake was going to be, and it was, uh, like, it, like, every year it always looks like the Haunted Mansion, but it had, like, stitching on it. Like, it was made to, oh, and it okay. has, like, uh, Sally's arm on it, like, stitching, 
and people were like, oh, that's a cool reference to Sally. But then, of course, like for, them, for it to turn out that she's in it, that's why they did it. Right, right. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then, like, I also want to bring up, uh, I had seen on the, uh, on Mice Chat's, like, photo blog, um, they added some new tombstones to, like, the, you know, the hillside where the train is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also wanted to bring up, because uh, I, I always think it's, like, a cool thing to see. Of course, like, the Haunted Mansion, like, fast pass area is useless most of the year of course for haunted mansion holiday it's not though i still argue that it it's still useless because like no matter how long that line is it's a fast moving ride so like you really don't wait that long it's continuously going yeah it never stops but um you know except those freaking handicapped people and they (laughs) stopped come on hurry up (laughs) remain in your doom please (laughs) Little quick trivia for you. Do you know who that is? That voice? Hunter? No. <laughs> That's Exotensio. Exotensio? That's him. That's him doing that. That is hilarious. Just like, do you know where else you can hear his voice? Where? Just tell us. Um, no, I don't know. He's the voice of the uh, skull on Pirates. Oh, wow. Uh, Avast there, you smogs. <laughs> Avast. Sit closer together. Keep your bloody hands in the board. No, but uh, I, I wanted to bring up, though, uh, back to the Haunted Mansion. Um, their Fast Pass area, though, is actually beautiful. Like, it's it's made to be, like, a mausoleum, like, kind of area, but it's just a beautiful area. So, like, you know, and I've seen, like, photo blogs pop up all the time when they reopen it, but, like, that's a good place that if you, you know, want to see, just go check that out. Um, even even without the fast pass, so like I think it looks cool, you know. Well, that's the thing is like they always have it locked up because uh, it's also how the cast members get backstage. So oh, well, I didn't know that. Um, now I feel silly. So now back to uh, now to the kind of depressing news. Uh, I actually I'm gonna add in one more thing really quickly. So did you guys see the new uh, Disney California Adventure merchandise? Oh, yeah. Because I'm in love with it. I, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, for it to be specific to DCA, and then it's, like, showcasing, like, their hits, which I love. Like, it's it's Soarin'. Um, they just want to take it's my Soarin', Cars Land. <laughs> uh, Little Mermaid is on there. World of Color. Like, I'm like, this is awesome. But uh, I, I love, too, that they went for a retro look on it. I, yeah. I like that. They should do that for Tomorrowland. Like, their shirts, Tomorrowland. I, um, like, it's off subject, but... um. I was actually talking to uh, Elizabeth about that, my wife, because, like, that's the thing. It's like, we're in a good time to be a Disney fan because, uh, and we were kind of arguing, like, this is the issue with Disney Store, too, is, like, Disney Store, like, you know, anyone that goes to the Disney Store, like, the merchandise for adults is so bland and just generic. Like, it's just, like, Mickey Mouse on a shirt that says Mickey Mouse. And they're like, well, they'll buy this. And and I'm like, oh, or, like, they always have the silhouette of, uh, of Snow White with the apple. Like, that's always a shirt. And th- they just do a new version of it every year. Like, to me, it... And, and I know... different colors. You know, <laughs> exactly. I know, like, I'm gonna say... I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but I'm just gonna say... Harry Potter merchandise is the most bland garbage you can see. Every year, it's the same merchandise. All they do is they change it a little to convince you that you need it. It's always the jerseys for Gryffindor, uh, you know, for Seekers, uh, you know, for each school. They always have the I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Like, 
everything is so bland and generic for Harry Potter. Always it's so annoying. Too. Yeah, I'm right. just like, oh, oh the you mean the Deathly Hallows? Like, I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, like I'm done with Harry Potter being so cheap on it, where they're just like, like, there's so many references they can do, and they just don't. They're just like, oh, whatever. But back to what I was originally saying. So Disney Store is really awful with that. However, um, what we were talking about is Disneyland or Disney Parks have really gotten on this point where they realize they're like, the adults who come here don't want a shirt that says 2016 Disneyland. They want a shirt that references something that they remember. They want a shirt that says People Mover on it or says, you know, Wedway People Mover. Like they, or, you know, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. They know that adults want nostalgia. We don't want tie-dye shirts either, please. It's like uh, it's like the decade shirt I have, which honestly, I'm not even gonna lie, I can't remember some of the stuff on my decade shirt because it's just because it ends at my birth year. But I love those type of shirts where it's got, it's got like the older stuff that you know. Well, yeah, that remember old school. Like that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting at though. Is like they're very, you can tell they're very big. They even announced that they have a new line of vintage like Disney park shirts that they're gonna be doing, where it's like they always have like something that they're doing. And, like, to me, I'm like, that's just them being like, oh, yeah, we know what you guys want because we see what the podcasters make as shirts. <laughs> uh, the, the one big thing I've been hoping that they do, and I'm not sure if they've already done it, I just missed out. You remember the old DCA logo where it was uh, the Grizzly Peak there and it said, you know, Disney's California Adventure? I wish they'd put that old logo just on a couple of shirts. I would be all for that shirt. You know what they, sh they should do? I don't know if they ever done it. They should make a shirt and uh, have, like, Disney characters wait in line. Like, you, know, <laughs> you see the bar, and then you see, like, Genie up front, you see Jafar, like, with the map, and then, like, different characters just waiting in line. Uh, I'll tell you this. I know Elizabeth would hate that, because she hates that. I like that merchandise, you know, with all the characters. Uh -huh. But I, I know a lot of people would love that. It's like, it's like when, um, that was another thing they started doing where, uh, you know, of course, like, I have the up shirt where it's the... Sleeping Beauty castle with the Mickey Mouse uh, balloons carrying it, or uh, they have like the turkey leg shirt, or they have the shirt with you Goofy. You can't mess with the turkey leg. Or, okay? or they have, or they have the shirt with Goofy on it, and it says, "What time is the three fifteen parade?" Because like that's a that's a Disney that's a Disney fan like sure joke. Yeah. Because like that's a that's a common question. Like I know like anyone I know that's a cast member always says that that is honestly a question people will say where they're like. What time is the three o'clock parade? And it's like three o'clock. <laughs> you just said it. Like, let's be real. But like, I love that they're going for that. Um, of course, uh, you know, to bring up a little soreness for everyone. Uh, yeah, well, the last one, uh, the this last like vintage shirt that they did, they did a uh, Alien Encounter XS Tech one. But uh, I'm wondering, how long are we gonna wait before they do a? Uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel one. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I want. That's our main like thing for Disneyland. So they just took down the Hollywood Tower Hotel sign off of the uh, Tower of Terror. And of course, like people are going crazy about this. Um, you know, some people are saying it's so disrespectful, whatever, which I'm like, disrespectful. Who, like, who are you like to say that? But um, like... So we're all going to say, like, our thought, but I know I'm probably the unpopular one. I really don't care. Like, to me, I just, like, to me, I'm like, I understand, um, you know, like, it would have been nice to leave it there while they're still doing the late checkout and all that. But at the same time, and, and this also goes, harkens back to the Star Wars talk. 
they want that they want that Guardians of the Galaxy ride to open before Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So it's really obvious that what they're gonna do is they're gonna start working on it now. Like that that like I wouldn't be surprised if they um, you know like the top half of the queue if they close that off and uh, or the bottom half they close that off and they just start redoing it and then have you going to the top no matter what. Like right. I, I could see them doing stuff like that. Um. For once, me and you are not at each other's throats over a topic at this volume. Um, I agree with you, because, see, when I saw it this morning at work, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a little upsetting. But at the same rate, it's like, it has to come down eventually, guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I remember talking about the last podcast. I was like, hey, do you think they're going to take it down? And you're like, no, they're not going to take it down. Now, yeah. uh, now I better watch out what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, well, you know, and, and like, uh, we talked about that, too, like... I, I honestly didn't think that they would do it because they're doing up this whole, like, late checkout thing so much. I was just like, well, they, why would they do that? That takes away, like, the whole thing of it. But apparently they don't care. Right. <laughs> they made it a point. They're like, whatever. I think the reason why fans are just pissed off because they want to take their last photos and, you know, selfies and all of that. You Realistically, know? you can Google search. <laughs> it just crop um, your face in it. Yeah. Uh, like, that, and that also goes back to, like, a big thing, too, like, Realistically, it doesn't look any different from the Disney World one. So it's like, to me, it's like, it's not a, much of a loss. Um, they did add like a photo op in front of it, though, where they have bags and stuff, which I think is cool. And it has a sign that says late checkout. Um, they introduced new shirts uh, that say Disney California Adventure, Holly, uh, you know, the Tower of Terror uh, late checkout 2017, which I, th I think is a nice touch. Um, like a finishing. Yeah, well, because they already announced that January 2nd is your last time. So I, I think it's nice to, you know, that they brought out the merchandise. Because that's also the only merchandise right now that says Disney California Adventure on it. Aren't they in the parade, the not-so-scary parade? Like, isn't there, like... The bellhop dude? Yeah. Maybe, I don't even know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I wouldn't... I'm pretty sure that they do it the way Disney World does, where it's basically Haunted Mansion and Pirates. <laughs> Uh, and villains. This might be a shirt, maybe I'm just being weird. I really want a shirt that says, like, you know, uh, dropping in one last time. I would wear a <laughs> shirt like that. That would be a nice addition. Oh, um, I also wanted to bring up, so, like, the reviews have been coming out for uh, the late checkout. It makes me laugh because it's, like, mixed reviews. Some people love it. So, basically, all it really is is what they do is, like, the last, um, like, hour or something like that uh, of the park. They do it where, uh, as late checkout, where they turn off all the lights. So when you go on it, the only uh, lighting that you see is when the doors open when you go, you know, for the photo op. Other than that, it's completely darkness. You hear all the sounds and everything, but there's darkness. That um, sounds horrifying. Yeah. Some <laughs> people are saying it's incredibly scary because, like, you got used to, like, knowing where the drops are coming based on, like, the cues. But you don't see them now, so like you don't honestly know when it's coming. That's cool. Uh, I do that now. Oh, some people dude. are being hateful though, where they're like, they could have done more. I'm like, realistically, you're lucky that they didn't just close it down one day and say, oh well, Goodbye. it's gone. Because I mean, like, I feel like that's how it was for Alien Encounter and Horizons. I know was like that, where Horizons was, uh, you know, just seasonal, and then out of nowhere it was just closed forever. Right. Or, uh, or even like. Um, what is it, uh, Wonders of Life Pavilion. But yeah, like, you're lucky that it's open. Um, but you know, to move on, so Disney World, uh, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. One thing, 
someone brought up to us when we talked about the Magic Bands is there's uh, rumors about a Puck coming out, uh, a Magic Band Puck. And, like, we talked about this with each other. So there's, like, plus and minus. So um, I would say for someone like me who has an Apple Watch, I love it. Because I love the idea that I can just put that in my pocket and I don't have to, like, uh, you know, worry about, like, having it on my wrist or whatever. Because, like, I know, like, for me with my watch, because I, I love wearing watches anyway, it makes it so I have to decide, am I wearing the watch or am I wearing the band? Right. And, um, or, or it'll become where I'm like, oh, now I have to wear the band on my other hand. Like, and I'm like, you know, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but, uh, you know, I do like that, uh, I know. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I do like the idea that I can throw it in my pocket. Like, that's it. Uh, at the same time, I see it also, like, that's perfect for, like... And I know we talked about with the merchandising of it. That would be perfect for them to be like, Oh, we're going to send you just the puck. And if you want the band, you can go buy the band if you want it. For $24. Yeah, well, I don't think they'll raise well, I mean, the price like that. You know what I mean? Like, for they'll the make a lot price. more money if they do that. Huh? Anyway... Um, no, you, you know what? I know I was originally against it, but I already have my special, like, limited edition Magic Band, so I'm like, hey, have at it, man. I've got my Haunted Mansion one, you know? <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Oh, that thing is... Well, it's, it's not as clunky. It's not that's as clunky. Well, that's why, they, well, that's why they call it a puck, because it literally is a puck. I was like, I was honestly thinking you were gonna show me some like bulky, like brick-looking thing. That thing looks fairly small and convenient, but just slip in my pocket. Yeah, it's apparently literally like the piece that's inside of it. But you know, I also see it like they're gonna save money because, of course, like I've brought it up before. There's a lot of people who already have the Magic Band, so it's like to send me a new one every time is pretty ridiculous. Like they can save that money and just give you the puck piece and be like, oh, whatever, here it is. Um. <sighs> But, you know, I, I just wanted to bring that up because Chris, uh, uh Chris, it's Chris, um, so, uh, Chris, uh, Scouron, Scoron, I, I'm sorry if I messed up your name, I, I know I just said your name as if you're Sauron, Lord of Evil, <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, but Chris, uh, Scoron, he, um, he tweeted me, uh, a few things, uh, thanks for the tweets, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Uh, definitely got us to awesome, push ourselves into making another episode <laughs> but um no uh he brought up the whole puck thing which uh, i'll be honest like i wasn't even really like tracking that um so that was a good thing to look out at um moving on uh another thing that came up so like uh this is another like hate thing from podcasters about the frozen ride where they're like complaining that disney made the or opened the frozen ride early uh, because, like, so they're having, like, issues with the animatronics not working all the time. And people are saying Disney wasn't, uh, the Frozen ride wasn't actually ready to be open, but they opened it because they were worried about the Skull Island ride. First of all, no. <laughs> Skull Island is a god-awful ride. Like, just bad. Like, uh, we're gonna ride it when we go out there, but I already know, like, because... And I know some of you are like, you're just hating, but the thing is, is, and I've said it so many times, it screams, and then at that, it's the 360, the Kong 360, from the Hollywood version. And I know some of you are like, but they reanimated it for 4K. 
that doesn't make it new. It's still the same exact 360 show. <laughs> so to me, like they weren't worried about that. Of course, there was a lot. Um, I will say the joke is on them uh, on Universal because they thought, uh, and I heard one podcaster say that the Skull Island ride uh, is going to. Um, oh, is that actually what it's called? I don't even remember what it's actually called. I don't know. It's man. like Kong, whatever. Who cares? But that uh, you know, he was saying, oh, you know, um, uh, this is their, uh, this is Universal's answer to people saying that all they do is screens, and I'm like. What do you mean? They built a ride that's mainly screens and then one animatronic that I'll give them is fantastic, but at the same time, unnecessary. Like, he doesn't do anything. He just looks at you breathing. Like, if he would have at least, like, roared, like, they'd be like, oh, okay, this is, that's all right. Because it would also, like, be a callback to the, you know, old tram ride. But no, that's not what it is. He's just... (sighs) I just want to come back a little bit with the, the puck thing. Um, so is that so they're no longer they gonna make like the band they're just gonna send you a well, pop, that's a right? rumor oh, that's is a that rumor. that's what they're planning to do because I, I like I was just looking at it like uh, I was reading it and I guess it's kind of like the Fitbit like what it is like they all you do is just take it out you stick it in huh that's that's basically what it is sort of like um, I it's, still use a scanner thing though yeah it's like it's kind of confusing because that's the thing is like we only know rumors about it so right. like there's there's some that say that. You know, they're going to start making the magic bands where, uh, kind of like the Fitbit, where it's basically the band, and you just stick that thing in it. So, like, but then when you, when you buy the thing separately, it's just going to be, like, an empty hole, right? Where you, like, yeah, and I, that's in. my thing is, I'm like, I don't see them. Because, like, it's so easy to just add a add a magic band anyway. Right. To me, it's more, I think it's more, like, I, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I see it more, like, kind of the way, uh, like I said, like, I think they're going to send you that. And then if you want a magic band, you can buy one. I think that sucks because, like, the whole point is, like, when you open up that box, like, you already have that band. Like, you're you're ready to go. Like, they're telling you, like, hey, you could just wear it and, like, let's go, you know? Instead of, like, oh, if you want, like, imagine if people don't buy that piece. Like, you just, like, tap it. Like, that's, what's the fun with that, you know? Yeah, but like I said, for me, I would prefer it because then I don't have to worry about the band on my arm or you know oh am i gonna be double double you know, you know what they're gonna probably bands. make they'll probably make like a keychain <laughs> just like hook it on there and just take it out and just think i mean i was looking at it already like i would love for it to be like a fitbit you know like the little um the little one the, like the little clip yeah. one right but i mean of course like I, i'm good either way if they if they do it like uh like you're saying where you pop it in that'd be fine too like i i've got nothing against that of course, uh, ultimately, I think they should just be sending you the Magic Band in general. Like, because most people aren't going to, you know, aren't going to like the idea of, oh, you need to buy more, by the way. <laughs> like, they don't like, like, you know, and that's the thing we've talked about a lot with Disney. Like, they love to do that to you. Oh, yeah, if you want a better experience, buy it's, this. It sucks because, like, like to me, like, the band is, like, of course, it's a souvenir. It's well, like you said, it's thing. even the presentation of yeah. the bands. Mm-hmm. Like, when we opened ours, amazing. It's a family event, that's why. Yeah. You gather everybody around. You guys ready for this? It's like a Super Bowl ring presentation. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like, so, yeah, like, I see I see it both ways, though. Um, but like you said, it, it is much easier. Yeah, I, I read, too, that it's like a whole thing that they see it like they could save money on the bands. What's because 
Because like I said, a lot of people, they already have bands and they go so often, they have them all. So it's like, we're, we're wasting money sending all these bands. Yeah, that's true. I, I could even see them giving you the option where it's like, do you want the band or do you want the puck? Like, yeah. I could see that <laughs> you know? too. Because it's like, if you already have one, why would you be like, yeah, send me more bands. I need more. I've got 15 of them. I mean, like, I, I'm already sitting here at our house and we have three for each of us. Uh, in my house because we've gone three times so it's like I've got one from the first time I've got one from January I've got the new ones which also I want to bring up the new ones are thinner I just want to say that out loud on the podcast they are thinner (laughs) they are very obviously thinner I will say no I will say I like that because one thing I hated about the magic bands is uh did we I don't think we even brought it up no we did that they were so stiff on your uh on your wrist like you would see like uh you know like you would see like marks, marks. from it because it was so stiff on your wrist because uh, because they were so stiff well i know i just said that like 30 times but they were stiff but like these new ones are very flimsy and a lot thinner like i noticed that like they're a lot more flexible like that's the main thing is they're flexible and you know we we wear watches and we, when we take off our watch like there's no marks but when you take up the fitbit I know the magic band I would have marks from the sides of it and then I would have the Mickey spot in the middle and, and I was just like like of course like I'm like oh that's cool but at the same time I'm like why like why like this thing hurts and I was wearing it like the like a full month before we went out too and it never it never like mold because that was the thing too is I thought it would mold to my wrist it never did um what was I gonna say yeah it, it's, it's nice that it's a lot thinner because then, you know, I know when I came back from our first trip, I had to uh, embarrassingly walk around. And it wasn't even really embarrassingly, but I had the Mickey in the middle of my wrist. Yeah, for like, like a day or two, <laughs> yeah. right? I think that's cool. I, like, well, I remember that. Like, I had that same thing where you would see it for like a day or two. You're like, dude, like, really? Like, man. Hmm. It was that, fun, that is though. true. You're right. And that's considering, like, I had mine looser, and I, I would still get the Mickey sign because it's like, the like the way they used to make them it was so stiff where the actual uh you know where the puck piece is inside of it that like that like rectangle would implant on you because that was the part that was hard everything else was lighter but that part was hard so it was like stiff and like just on you you know now i'm thinking about it like the whole puck thing i I can already see they're gonna have merchandise they're gonna have one for your necklace one for your keychain one for it I, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, the merchandising could be everywhere yeah. for that. Um, going back, though, uh, I know we've said before, the Frozen ride, like, I, definitely, I think it I think it was ready to go, but the issues with the animatronics, they weren't going to figure that out until it was in operation every day. Like, n- no matter what they were, like, that's the thing. Like, they always have that issue anyway. So it's like, why are we surprised? It's, it's true. It's like, it's like you know, if I'm turning it on sporadically and at random intervals, yeah, it's probably going to work 10 times out of 10. You need to see what it's running like when you're running it for, you know, the park hours. Yeah. It's ridiculous. People, um, people want too much. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, not sad news, but uh, another ride that looks like it's on its way out. So, Stitch's Great Escape, uh, it just got leaked that it is going into seasonal operation, which means that it will only be running on high capacity days now, uh, which is, uh, you know, it's basically, um, you know, a requiem bell. Like, it's a bell's uh, death toll, or 
I forget how you say it, but you know, it's a it's a call that the ride's gonna be done soon. Cause uh, of course, like, and I said it earlier, Alien Encounter had the same thing. Horizons had the same thing. Country Bear Jamboree at Disneyland was the same. Like every time they're gonna close a ride, they do this. Um, that's the thing though, like I just said, no one cares. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm counting it as, uh, as the aliens rise finally, finally getting its revenge, like, ha ha ha, maybe uh, I can like, come back. <laughs> like, uh, and, and I know, like, um, I brought it up on Twitter, uh, no, not Twitter, on Facebook, and I said, I was like, you know, what, what are they gonna do in place? Of course I joked, they'll bring back Alien Encounter. That's a they, common thing that people love to say, but I'm like, they won't. That, we know Disney doesn't like to go backwards, so they will never do that. They, that's more of a universal style thing, to be like, oh, whatever, we'll just keep doing the same. Um, I know Disney will never go back to that. However, it turns into a question, what are they doing with that space? Because I brought up, I was like, it's a small amount of space, and that's the thing is, it's always been that, realistically, because... Anyone that knows the history of that ride knows that it was, um, it was a journey, uh, was it a journey to Mars or something like that? Um, I can't remember the exact title for it. Uh, Mission to Mars or something. Something Uh, Basically, it was a, a journey to the moon ride, and then it turned into Mars. Well, okay, the moon one was at Disneyland, but, of course, in 71, we had already been to the moon, so it was now Mars, so... At Disney World, it was Mars until it turned into uh, Alien Encounter, and then now it's Stitch. But it's always been the same thing because that's the whole thing is like where Stitch is in the middle. That's where that's where you sat, uh, or that's where you saw like the projection or the videos of like you leaving the Earth and you landing on Mars. Right. So my question is, is like they're basically planning to do a a whole redo of that area, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you were right first off. It was Mission to Mars, then Stitch. Yeah. Um, or, sorry, then... Then, then Alien. A- Alien, then... But... Stitch, Stitch. Like, that's the thing, is it's, like... It's always been that, so... To, re- to like, actually do something with this, they have to rip out everything. Which I know, we all know, I'm, I'm a fan of. But... <laughs> rip it out! Like, my thing is, is it's a small amount of space, and I, uh... You know, someone said to me on Facebook, they were like, Oh, I heard that it's gonna be Sugar Rush. And I'm like, that's a great idea. I know people that know me, and anyone that knows this podcast knows uh, the Sugar Rush like ride that I was talking about doing where the theater is. But I was like, this is a small amount of space. And uh, this person told me, oh, they're basically planning to do it as like a pod ride. So like, and I know they do that currently at Disney World. They have the sum of all thrills, where you know it's a you sit in a little pod and it projects like a coaster and you're like riding it's it. Motion simulator. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, if they do, that's so lame. Like, that's, like, to me, I'm like, just don't do it. Like, just leave the space empty then. I don't want to see anything. It's true, though. It's like, like, I know we said it. It's universal story. Exactly. It's like, well, shoot, if we're just going to do screens. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, and of course, like, I know, I know realistically the Millennium Falcon ride that they're talking about doing, I know that's what it is. It's the same thing. And I will tell you already, I am not a fan of the idea of the Millennium Falcon ride. I know that's highly unpopular because everyone's so on board with everything for Star Wars. But I'm like, to me, like, I'm like, I don't care for that. Like, I don't, like, to me, it's like Star Tours. And I'm like, 
Except you're in the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> I'm fine without it. I, I will say the other ride I think sounds better. But, you know, we'll see what they do. Um, so now to move on to the hate portion of this podcast. Uh, so we're going to talk a little universal. First, we're going to start with the with the good. So Halloween Horror Nights is back. And uh, I'm not a big fan of, like, scary things, you know, admittedly. But uh, I watched the uh, walkthroughs for all of the um, for all of the uh, mazes, and I have to say, spectacular job! Like A plus work on them for this. Like um, they totally like you know hit it out of the park on all of these. The and you know what made me laugh because I watched the ones for Universal Hollywood. What made me laugh is the one that I thought was the worst is the Walking Dead attraction which is the one that is always there that's their permanent attraction and i thought that one looked the worst because like to me that one was more of a cookie cutter where like i told you yeah like um and, and this is like my complaints on it you know it starts off in the hospital you get the don't open dead inside and they did an animatronic and i know like they were showing it off before and people were like so amazing so great um, when you actually watch it, like, in the, um, in the walkthrough, you're just like, this is stupid. Because it's like, you know, you hear, like, the, you see the doors moving and you hear, like, the sounds, which to me, terrifying. But then they open, they have the doors stay open, and then the animatronic hands come out, and they come, they all come out slowly, and then they start grasping at the door, and then I was just like, that's just bad animatronic work. That's what that is. Because it doesn't look fluid. It's like, yeah. eh. <laughs> you know, you know, it's a robot, and, and that was my that was the thing I thought was annoying about that, especially since they they have like it blocked off so you can't walk up to it. So I'm just like, you know, that was a waste. But um, you just kept it with the doors closed at the well, sounds. Well, like I said to Hunter, like, uh, you know, for them to do that with the animatronic, that would have been cool as a cue line. Because as a cue, you would have seen it and you would have been like, oh, that's cool. For it to be in the ride, especially a, you know, a scare me maze ride, it was stupid. Because it's like, it's not scary. It's just like, okay. It's kind of like, um, that's the thing too. It's like you go outside, uh, when you go in the ride or the walkthrough, uh, you get out of the hospital and you're outside and you see the bicycle girl. And... You know, it's, I think it's a live actress, but I she's so. just like sitting there, eh, eh, and you're like, but the way they present it, it's like, okay, I see you. Like, it's like, okay, whatever then. Like, that's more of like a, all right, it's there. I, I thought like overall the Walking Dead one was like, it was just so meh. The, the other ones though, fantastic. Like, I cannot rave enough. Like, uh, they were, they definitely did a great job on them. What's, what's funny about those, though, is that, like, you said you don't particularly like those things. I'll tell everybody right now, I'm not, it's not hard to scare me, but I actually like to be scared. So, so this type of stuff I would do, it's just, you know, it's funny at all, because I don't think I'd have anybody to go with. <laughs> Nobody else seems to be on board with me going there. I mean, I've done, me. I've done, like, Halloween Haunt and stuff like that. I'm just not a big fan of it. Like, I, I also did, like, at the Madame Tussauds, they used to have, like, a... Um, a terror maze thing or whatever with like uh, movie villains and and it was just it was basically Freddy Krueger Leatherface and Jason, and, Jason. and uh, 
Voorhees. But, uh... Yeah, sorry, Voorhees. Like, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I just thought I was like, whatever. Like, uh, of course, the funny thing is, um, that the, I was with, uh, the people I was with, I was with my wife and, uh, her friend, and they were terrified, which I could tell, like, they were trying to hide behind me, but it was obvious that what happened is when the, because you started out at Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger jumped out at me, and I didn't do anything, but they screamed, and I was like, you know, it was obvious what happened, because, like, uh, what had to have happened is they had to have said, like, to each other, hey, the girls are in the back, get them, because he doesn't care. Because, like, the rest of the thing, they kept jumping out behind me. And, like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, Leatherface was, like, the last part. Um, and I remember, like, they would play, like, the sound of the, of the chainsaw. And, like, I saw spots, because they were, it was obvious there were spots where they jumped out. But I didn't see him coming. And then he, like, it was like we were halfway through it. And he jumps out from behind us and chased us, like, up the path and I was just like oh he knew to come behind right. us because well there was like obviously spots in front of us that he could jump out at but he was like no I'm gonna go behind them screw that that's cool that's hilarious um I mean I think uh at Universal like when the part when uh you know like there's like the tram right and mm -hmm. right there you can walk on what is that movie called the purge the purge yeah uh, I saw it last year so what they do, because like, I know the Terminator, they used to have like a shotgun. When they shoot it, it's like it's loud. So like I saw a part when they were walking, this guy was like yelling. He's like, go that way. And then he shoots it. And then like it's, it's loud. So people get scared. They shuffle in that whatever direction yeah, you want. Yeah, so I, I thought that was cool what they have. Like, those, I know the gun's fake, but like it's, it's so loud it's, that people get yeah, scared. Yeah, you know? and it plays on you. You're like, oh, all right, man. Like, and you see like fire in the corner. Like, it, it's cool. Like. I think that they did their homework about like the like Halloween stuff. Yeah, you know, we're uh, right now. I'm watching Josh. We're looking at the photos, and they did they did a really really good job, especially with like the uh, you know the, the cosmetics of like the buildings. But you know, it's universal. You know, like they like Disneyland. It's like not so scary. Yeah, they exactly. Scare. But we're going for like for for family like, fun. Yeah, stuff, which is fine. I like that stuff too, because not everybody wants you know wants to be chased around. But. I recommend don't take you your you know your little kid to oh. right there because man like they'll scare you like it's hardcore oh, right and, there. And as Josh was saying, uh, these performers are hilarious because they'll pick out the uh, the weak link in that group and they'll be like, okay, so so and so that is jumping, but but it's that little kid in the center. He's freaking out. Let's mess with you know. Yeah, get let's him. get him, jerks. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean when I did the Halloween hunt, that's how it was too. I was in the front and. I remember they would jump out at me, and I, I like, booga booga. Like, I don't scream or anything, so I'm just like, oh. Like, you know, I just, like, jolt my head back. And um, <laughs> it, it hit a point where you knew, like, they were just like, oh, go to the middle, because my cousin, <laughs> he's a scaredy cat, and he was, like, freaking out. So then, like, because, like, one of them, like, uh, when we came up to, uh, um, what's his face? Uh... Jason? No, it was uh, Michael Myers. Because oh, okay. this was like, a, it was like a horror films one. So like Michael Myers, he came out at me, but I was just like, okay. And then like, you know, I passed by and then like he went into the back and then like, uh, I see him just jump out in the middle, like, cause I could hear my cousin just freak out. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, he, he was like, oh, he's like, I'm going to reposition and redo this. 
that's that's awesome. Then they also like uh, scare him and they had to like chase him back to the group because he took yes, off running. Yeah, they had like the monsters outside. The street performers. Yeah, and they, I remember too. Like they saw me, and they heard my cousin yelling. And then uh, they uh, they just motioned to me to keep quiet, and then they jumped out at him, and he ran away. <laughs> and it was funny because you see them all stand up and they ran after him because like that was the thing is they had to get him back to us, so they ended up having to scare him back <laughs> over to us. I heard this around a little kid like here, this around that was hilarious. I'm like, oh, so they probably wouldn't have even picked on me then. So um, so this is the thing. So uh, so. And this is my complaint about Halloween Horror Nights 2. First of all, Halloween Horror Nights, they did, I want to say again, spectacular job. The thing is, though, is they're too dependent on it. Because it's like, if they did attractions the way that they're doing Halloween Horror Nights, they would be a great theme park. But the problem is, is that for their attractions, they don't, they don't do it all. They just kind of do the same thing. Um, now, Halloween Horror Nights, though, I know for a fact. Uh, is like apparently okay I guess I can't say for a fact but reportedly is a third of their attendance every year that is a huge amount for them to be like we have to do this right like you know they're doing a spectacular job but it's back to that same thing it's like they have to like Disney does a spectacular job on uh, Mickey's not so scary but they don't have to do it they do it because they want extra money but they don't have to do it. They don't, <laughs> like, if they didn't want to, they didn't have to do They're it at all. They're not depending on that income. Yeah. Uh, um, now, uh, this is my other thing. So, all like, they did a great job, once again. But, so, they're doing Exorcist, Freddy vs. Jason, Halloween, um, American Horror Story, and Krampus. And, like, they did a great job on these, uh, on all these mazes, but at the same time, I'm like, these mazes are dependent on IP. They're dependent on intellectual property. And at that, a lot of stuff they don't actually own. So it's like, you know, it runs into that same area as Disney, where it's like, why can't you do anything original? Why does everything have to be based on something? Why can't you have an original idea? But then, um, like I'm looking at this, uh, oh, also The Walking Dead is the other one. But, um, I'm looking at the Universal Orlando, and I will say, I'll give them this. They have one in Orlando that is an original one. It's called, like, uh, Tomb of the Ancients, and it's an original one that they did. Uh, they, and, oh, they also did the Purge election year thing. Uh, but that's, of course, an intellectual property. I'll say this, though. I can see already from the Walking Dead... Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando because theirs isn't a permanent attraction. Theirs looks like they did a great job. Like there's pictures. They have like, um, you know, they have the uh, oh, the, yeah, well, the, the well, well yeah, the well zombie. Uh, so like they did a great job. But that's the thing too is like I knew and we talked about that when they announced that they were doing the uh, Walking Dead permanent attraction. We were like the thing that sucks though is that you can't make it based on the new season unless you're always changing it, which. If it's a permanent attraction, why would you always be changing it? Right. Which is obvious that they're not planning to, because the end of the attraction is the prison. So it's like, well, you're already stuck it like three seasons ago. Yeah, you're like, you're like, so uh, are we back in the past now then? Yeah. 
We haven't seen Terminus or any of that, which, by the way, Terminus is probably one of the most horrifying things from that show because, you know, we've got the lockers and that's scary enough, but the fact that you had to worry uh, that in that season for those first couple episodes, you had to worry about these cannibals, that made it, like, so much better, you know? They got me back into the show for a little bit, I mean, then they did yeah. their thing. Yeah, like, The Walking Dead to me, like, it's it's a huge property, but it's also no one cares anymore. It's like Game of Thrones. Like, it's just hit a point where we're like, okay. We know it's there. Cool. Of course, I'm, I've never been a fan of Game of Thrones, but nope. uh, Game of Thrones is at least coming to an end. Like, they they admitted to themselves, they're like, we can't keep this going forever. Well, cause so they're, they're on their end game now. Well, They've got two seasons left. Um, isn't R.R. Martin, like, done with his books, too? So it's No, like he's it... not. He hasn't finished the last book. Oh, okay. That's, like, one of the big things, too. Um, I know, like, there, there's certain things about Halloween Horror Nights, too, that people thought were stupid. But, like, overall, I think they did a great job. No, oh, yeah. no matter what I want to say, they did a great job. So back on to other things. Um, actually, we already talked about that. About comic sense. But, uh... <laughs> I wanted to bring up, so, we've mentioned him before, Sam Genoway has a new book coming out called Jay Bangs. First of all, the worst title he could have named. But, uh, alright, so, as Jay Stein put it himself, because this is about Jay Stein, who, uh, famously, um, he started the whole Universal theme park, uh, you know, Apart and like he ran it for 30 years. So, as Jay Stein says, um, I'm 78 years old, Sid is 80 plus, Lou is dead, Jules is dead, Drabinsky is in jail, Katzenberg and Spielberg probably don't want to be interviewed, Eisner will probably say I'm lying when he uh, lying when he learns what I could show you. You be the judge. I'm determined to get history right. Would you like to interview me and examine my evidence as to what happened? Let me know. Oh, this is like what he said to uh, on my chat. Uh, so this is what I hate. So it's called Jay Bangs, and uh, it says how Jay Stein, MCA, and Universal invented the modern theme park and beat Disney at its own game. And then it goes on with the description of the book, and it just is so annoying. Just hearing Jay them talk about Jay Stein like he invented the modern theme park and i'm like first of all no he didn't secondly loser like just just a loser like i can't complain enough I'll, I'll read you an excerpt right here um unlike most hollywood stories the jay stein story is true jay was in charge of the universal studios theme parks for almost 30 years and as a result he changed the nature of theme parks including the disney theme parks Walt Disney may have invented the theme park, but Jay is the real father of the modern theme park. How Until dare you. Jay, <laughs> yeah. Until Jay developed the Universal Studio Tours and ultimately the other parks, most second-tier theme parks were crummy ride parks with names slapped on off-the-shelf rides. In Disney's case, there were cute, wholesome attractions which at best were only mildly scary in a child-friendly way along with their versions of something out of real life or an imagined real life that never actually existed. The Universal Parks put visitors in situations that either did not exist in real life or made the experience seem actually scary or funny with an adult edge to them, attractions with an attitude. So stupid. First of all, no. Like, 
the things he's talking about, I'm just like, you did not create, like, for I, him to, for him to have the audacity to say that he invented the modern theme park makes no sense, because, and, and you, what you I love, yeah, what I love is, like, in the description, it says that, um, that he, how, how did he say it again, um, that most parks were crummy ride parks with names slapped on off-the-shelf rides. That is literally that is what Universal is. That is your description of Universal, dude. Realistically, even at its best, Universal has always been a bunch of parks that suffer from what we all hate about Disney Hollywood Studios Park. It's a bunch of random rides for no reason thrown in together. With no central theming. Yeah, no central theming, just the idea that they're all there together. Which is, it's ridiculous. And I think we've griped about this dude so much that people probably enjoy Well, this is Jake Stein. Right but yeah, Sam Genoway, just, no. Well, because everything he says, and like I said when we were yeah. driving down here, he'll say something positive at Disney that you'll agree with, but then he'll contradict himself in his next post, and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> like, he, he loves to say how Disney has dropped the ball and Universal is now beating them because of Gringotts and... But that's the thing, like, we've said many times, Gringotts is awful. And as I found out from Reddit and other online sources like Twitter and stuff, I didn't realize that Disney fans hate Gringotts. Like, that, like it's turned into a thing where, uh, and like I said earlier about Jim Hill, you know, where they're, you know, with the whole Kong thing, the theme park fans have all noticed now, they're like, so all Universal is, is screams. Like, that's it. That's all they are. Shaking my head right now. Yeah. I oh. mean, I I could get super vile and very... Discredit him. How, how can I put this? Uh, we could do this podcast with an adult edge, with an <laughs> attitude, where I'm cussing and telling you how I feel about it, but I just, like, overall, Sam Genoway's an idiot. Jim Hill is wrong half the time, and Jay Stein is a moron who is, like, crediting himself for things he never actually did. And like he said, I'll give him Michael Eisner. Yeah, would all will say you're lying, but he's gonna also be half right because that's the thing is Jay Stein is crediting himself for things that aren't true because when it comes down to it, he is like Michael Eisner. He is not a guy who can admit that anyone else did better. Like Michael Eisner will never admit that DCA was a failure or that um, what he his whole or deal with Pixar that that was a failure. He will always say, thanks to me, we have Pixar. We have Toy Story. Thanks to me, we've got DCA. And Soren. Yeah. yeah. It's like, he's never going to admit the things he did wrong. And neither is Jay Stein. Except the thing is, is that Jay Stein ran Universal Parks for 30 plus years in a period that no one cares about. You know, in a period where you get, I don't know, something crummy like the Back to the Future ride. And I know George loves that ride, but it's basically Star Tours. Actually, it's a worse version of Star Tours, which I didn't know too. If you know the story of Star Tours, Universal was trying to get that technology because it was, you know, it was a coveted thing where it was like, oh, this is like breaking edge technology, but they couldn't get it because Disney bought it first. And it's like the Pat Knight. Yeah, and <laughs> like that, to me, like that was the thing I hated about Back to the Future ride because it was basically a huge screen and you're sitting in the car and the car just moves with it. And That's I'm like, point, okay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, the only thing I could give as a as a plus, but that's the thing is like, Universal is like, 
They have too many things that it's like, it sucks. Their Marvel-themed area, awful. Spider-Man ride, amazing. Their Jurassic Park-themed area, amazing. Jurassic Park ride, amazing. The other parts of that of that area, garbage. Yeah, don't go in that cave. The though. fact that the Kong <laughs> thing is there, garbage. Which um, we're gonna go see, yeah. too. Oh, we are. Just to hate on it. <laughs> the Dr. Seuss area could be amazing. It's not. <laughs> it is not. Like, uh, it's just... Yeah, he's... He's just crediting himself for things he doesn't deserve. But, you know, that of course that's up to you to judge. If you want to waste your money on another Sam Genoway garbage deal... Like, I'll, I'll give him, like, he doesn't title books. He lets his producer or his uh, editor do that. But it's like, you got to have a point where you're like, come on, man. We can't call it that because it makes no sense. Come on, man. <laughs> like, if anything, like, the way I read this whole stuff about Jay Stein, it's like, it's like uh, Steve Jobs. If you read the Steve Jobs book, which I did, amazing book. Steve Jobs, amazing person. However, Steve Jobs also will never admit when he was wrong. He will never admit when he failed. He still insists that the Lisa was this great, you know, this great piece of technology that was just ahead of its time. And it's like, no, it was a piece of garbage. Like, that's what it was. But whatever. <laughs> So that's going to do it for us this week. I know we got a little bit on that, uh, <laughs> how'd you say, Hunter? The soapbox. The soapbox. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I would have to say that's definitely our brand, right? I would yeah. say that's our brand. But uh, I want to thank you guys, like always, for listening, for getting through all that hate. Um, I want to say follow us on Spreaker. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can uh, follow me on any social media. I'm at Disney. G-I-O Disney. Uh, you can follow Hunter. Yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram, the Disney Guy two four, or on Twitter, Hunter three G ATM. Maybe I'll add more numbers. I don't know. Ch yeah, change one of them to be the same. Like, decide which one is the one you're going with. <laughs> uh, you can just follow me on Instagram, J one eight two. Once again, though, I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to thank Dave. I want to thank Nathan, even though his team is struggling to get by. <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll see you soon in Disney World. But uh, I also want to thank uh, Chris Scowron. Scowron. Sauron. No, but uh, sorry, man. Uh, Chris uh, Scowron, I want to thank you for tweeting us and uh, giving us some ideas. Yeah, give us uh, some more. Yeah, I want to say um, get ready, though. We're, we are going to Disney World soon, and we will be posting while... We're planning to be posting while we're out there, and we're planning to do uh, some cool stuff while we're out there. Possibly, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking more so, like, we might even use... Uh, Spreaker has, like, a live uh, part of it. We might use some of that to just post some stuff. Definitely follow us on Snapchat, though, while we're out there. But once again, thank you all, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. See ya! Adios! Later! Ta-chao!